Hell yeah. What's up, everybody? Yes, Welcome yes. to Channel T, episode 24. It's that Kobe episode. <laughs> um, this is going to be a great episode. Just a couple updates. We're about three weeks away from Channel T, Summer Given. That's our backpack drive that we're doing on August 3rd in downtown Santa Ana on the corner of French and 4th. It's going to be a backpack drive for the local youth in the area. We're accepting... Um, used backpacks that are in good condition or brand new backpacks, you know, new school supplies. We're going to have tons of vendors there. It's during the art walk. So it's a very good family event. You know, we're going to have tons of foot traffic. So definitely stop by 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, I'm with my new young homie. We haven't given him a name yet. This is the latest latest addition to our studio. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Designer only. Feel me? Um, what else? That's about it. Oh, we're also on anchor.fm now. Uh, you guys can actually go to the link in my bio on Instagram or on Twitter. Click the link. You guys can either send donations, which would all go towards production, or you can actually send us voice messages that we can incorporate into the podcast. And you can actually make your way into the audio file of this little uh, <laughs> of this episode or the next episode or the episode after that or the episode after that or the episode after that. What You know, it's just <laughs> endless possibilities. Um, today is a great day because... This man that I have on my podcast today has definitely been very vibrant and very, you know, just like a great smile to see around this studio building. Ah, um, what's up, suckers? <laughs> He's been a huge part of this community. He's uh, very involved in the underground rap scene, uh, as well as the cannabis industry. Um, and, you know, without further ado... Let me introduce my man's Mr. Chase Highs. What up, what up? It's what's your, cracking? It's your favorite ugly homie. It's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite ugly dog. Come on, man. Dude, your your insta your insta like feed is just the funniest shit I've oh, ever seen in my life. Thank bro. you so much, man. Dude, like genuinely, bro. Dude, like and you beat any meme page, dog. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Good looking out, man. I try to try to carefully select what memes I post. <laughs> you know, everybody just shit posts, you know. Dude, exactly. Know? They're just doing it, yeah. So, um, bro, why don't we get started? Why don't yeah. you give a little, uh, like, a soft intro into who you are and what you do? For sure. Um, let's see. I'm a big fat boy from Santa Ana. Hi. Your ugliest homie. <laughs> the, the nicest motherfucker. Then, <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's been good. I've been out here uh, in Santa Ana for, like, the last, like, 10 years. Um, you know, we've been doing music. Uh, I'm from a little record label slash crew called Dusty Crates. Um, and, you know, we've been doing a lot of uh, performances with a lot of, like, my favorite, like, heroes in music, you know. Um on top would be like Jedi Mind Tricks, like we were talking about earlier. JMT, baby! Yeah, that's, you know, shout out Vinny Paz, and, uh, you know, one of my big favorites is like Immortal Technique, uh, which I've had the pleasure of meeting and doing uh, a couple meeting greets with and stuff like that. So he's been he's been an integral part of, of my music career and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of them, man. I wish I could go through the whole list, but like, you know, whoever you name, like Wu-Tang, you know, Brother Ali, like all, all them cats, you know. So it's like whoever you name in the underground scene, um, we've been able to either oh. meet them um, and, and open up for them uh, at the observatory. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, I'll meet her, you know what I'm saying? Tell her to throw me up on her Instagram yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. but dude, that's awesome, man. That, yeah. That's really cool. Um, I've, I've actually, like I was telling you earlier, I've been a huge fan of like the underground rap scene and like oh. even battle rap and um, like the fact that I, I figured out that you were in that scene really made me happy, bro, because I definitely want to, you know, expose the scene and like, you know, really show people that, you know, it provides great quality music and like the real hip-hop exists within that community bro oh for sure you know that's so. definitely true man. so dude that's awesome that was a great I, intro bro oh thank you so that much that was man. honestly probably the best intro we've had on channel t because <laughs> everyone else is just like i'm i'm just here i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel you man yeah it's it's, it's tough I, it's just because uh you know i have a lot to say and sometimes i kind of like try to condense it down <laughs> yeah <laughs> and no. that was like my, my condensed version no that so. was beautiful bro. Uh, thank you man for uh, sure so 
how long have you been in the music game like when did you get your how did you get your start i should say uh you know what so i mean just like anybody else i started off you know just freestyling with a bunch of my friends and then that kind of like evolved into uh, me throwing my own shows before i got to even open up for all these guys um i threw my own shows at like my local bars and venues and stuff like that and that kind of blossomed into uh my own thing you know i i finally kind of got that like courage to believe in myself I'm like yo you know what i could spit way yeah. better than all these people i'm booking so i started rapping and then uh i found my uh my little crew and record label uh, and stuff like that so we just been you know going hand in hand for for a long time now but it's been like yeah it's been about uh maybe 13 years now wow uh, yeah, i'm like about to be 32 soon so i'm like no way bro. <laughs> exactly, wow man. i would never have guessed yeah you know so man. Uh, i'm about to be there man i'm about to be there so how did you choose the name like chase highs oh uh so you know what that's tough man um i've always you know i've been like that stoner since i was like you know like a middle schooler or whatever so it, seven kinda, years old yeah you know like back when you know you had to run from cops just for smelling like it you know what I'm Damn, yeah. Like, yeah so since then i kind of just like you know uh had that blossom into my my persona is like the guy that smokes a lot so you know it kind of that that's what well, that's so what like literally, like literally like chase high literally chase high yeah. yeah and i was oh. like yeah that's that's cool <laughs> hell yeah so yeah like uh what's What's like the easiest to, like what makes underground rap underground rap? Uh you know what I believe it, it, like it's tough before it was it was the fact that you know there was no like snare drums and you guys you know there was no like clubbing and partying uh in the in the music and stuff like that and it was more like conscious uh conscious uh, forms of poetry. Uh but now I, you know what I kind of like had it I think it, I think it transitioned from that uh, into just anything that has like a, a a greater form of expression like as opposed to like oh just trapping in the club and and whatever the hell drugs and <laughs> and girls and stuff like that yeah. like you know we go beyond that and you know underground music to me not, uh, as of late has been anything that kind of like provokes thought that's been my big thing is like you know like like provokes even if it's um you know imaginary uh, uh c scenarios or whatever the hell it is like something that provokes thought and uh you know has has like more um intent behind the production as opposed to like you know sh stuff that just sounds good in a club yeah, just you know like, the, the, the tr like hypnotism in like the mumble rap today exactly. yeah exactly i think that's where it transitioned into but before like i was like a heavy believer in like you know screw mainstream i'm all about underground yeah like, the beats have to be like you know like jedi mind if not then it's not underground dude you know, you know what i it's crazy though i feel like um the only like window people have into the underground rap world is dancing with the devil by immortal technique oh yeah for you know? sure that's a that's a like a number one staple that's like yeah. the entry level like you know for yeah. everybody that's all they know sometimes too you exactly know? they don't even know that jmt or like aotp exists exactly. you know like but that's like the only song that people can actually connect with uh because it's like you know it's, it's like so a real yeah. bro <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like a, i heard that uh, in sixth grade i almost cried <laughs> yeah up. really though yeah seriously that's a like, good story back then it, yeah because there was nothing like that back then now you can see all these like instagram stories and that that provoked that kind of emotion yeah but now it's like man you know, i mean back then it was that was like the the pinnacle of like provoking like that or like invoking like emotion yeah really. like oh crap i can't believe there's a song like this no you know? i like how you defined it as like um you know music that provokes thought exactly because sure. for me i've always been like a lyrical kind of guy like yeah. when it comes to my music like i'm not trying to listen to something that's killing my brain cells exactly. you know what i mean so um that's definitely what i want people to get out of underground rap is that it's it's provoke thought provoking exactly. like whether it's political or like you know yeah. societal or exactly you know even like self-improvement type stuff exactly it, it could even be fun you know it's got like fun thought yeah as long as it's like you know it provokes thought as opposed to like ah, I'm killing over. thought <laughs> you yeah. Know, yeah yeah you know trap 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 whatever yes, yeah. man yeah no so. that's cool man um yeah. so did you did you just like did you ever get into like the producing side or have you always just been on like the the spitting side yeah you know what i've always like i've always thought that like in, in like the music game and stuff like that i've always wanted to perfect one aspect of the craft before i even go further so i was like man i'm still i'm still trying to perfect my craft of like you know writing lyrics and, and spitting my bars and stuff like that so i've never gotten past that stage yet but um i think it's more more because like i'm i'm so like nitpicky and, and perfectionist you know uh such a perfectionist that i i like i want my bars to get better mm -hmm. before i work on like productions and stuff like that so that's what i've been i've been focusing that's on. dope yeah what what's uh is there like a general kind of like theme you follow with your music or is it just kind of like whatever you know experiences you come across you rap about 
you know what? It used to be like that. I used to go off experiences like that I was going through or whatever. But now, like, man, I'm older. Like, what, what do I really go through now? Yeah. Except, like, you Taxes. know. Taxes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go to, go to work or whatever. So it's like, you know, nowadays it's kind of like what the beat makes me feel. You know okay. what I'm saying? I think, like, through past experiences, I'm able to, like, uh, bring up memories now as opposed to before. Like, I had no memories. I just had to, like, make stuff up or go off the girl that broke up with me. Yeah, you know? Or, like, you know, or this thing I saw on the YouTube documentary but now it's kind of like man there's there's life experiences coming from everywhere or you know past memories that coming from that are you know just instilled in me from everything so i'm like now it's just kind of it's kind of easy for me just to use a beat and then just go off of it like yeah a couple seconds you know so that's that was a beautiful answer well thank you so much um being in the game for 13 years what are like some of the things you've kind of like picked up off of the underground scene that like you don't really get from like a normal life like you know what i mean like what i'm, I'm sure it's molded you into the man you are today oh definitely yeah you know what like, I you've heard to, some uh, fucked up shit i'm sure like <laughs> yeah definitely i i mean I, so this is like my third group that i was with um and even even i'm even like you know willing to talk about it like publicly now is is uh me and my crew aren't really doing that well now because they're like you know they're being adults and, and whatever the hell it is but even before that all the groups that i've dealt with um work ethic is so tough you know what i'm saying like being able to find people that are hard working or even you know um with vision that's been like the biggest drawback for all of us is like yeah everybody wants to be an artist and everybody wants to get far but it's like yo you, you don't know what it really takes and that's what i've learned through like you know like jedi and all these people that are still grinding the, to their to their you know to you know still with the nose on their grind on the grindstone till this day it's like yo you have really have to work your ass off if not like you won't get discovered Damn. you won't be able to make good music you know it's it's that's like the biggest thing i've learned from from being in the underground scene uh, mainstream honestly all you gotta do is make one good song and you could just pop off yeah with mainstream too bro like they got writers they got exactly. like they have the, the whole guy team feeding him cocaine yeah. like you know the what I'm marketing yeah know, everything's like everything's on point so even them they have those struggles but in the underground like you don't have the the advantage of being like oh that's a club hit i'm gonna fucking you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna throw money on you and we're gonna have this blow up because mm -hmm. that song is a banger like in underground like you really have to have the substance behind you and the ability and then you get picked up Wow. whatever source it is you know so that's like been wow. the big thing i think work ethic is like it trumps everything you know it's been it's been tough uh just having people figure that out by themselves and that's why i've been like just i'm gonna just do this solo yeah <laughs> you know? no because like, i feel you though like yeah. I, it's straight hustling like it's, you know what yeah, i mean like it literally is you're you're doing you're doing it all for yourself exactly you know? you know what i'm saying exactly like if you think about like people like uh atmosphere or atmosphere did well but like jedi mind tricks back then i know they weren't making that much money as they should have like, you know, now they're just blowing up. Look how long it took, you know? Look, they're doing tours all around the world and stuff like that. But back then, like, you heard Jedi Mind Tricks do, like, either YouTube or you you found them through, like, Napster. Yeah. And Piff, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and those don't generate money for you. They're just, a lot of people are just downloading free songs for them. You exactly. Know but now, now they're actually getting paid for their plays and stuff like that. And it shows, like, they've had to do a lot of work. It wasn't just, oh, they just blew up because everybody's heard of them before. Like, how did they get hurt before? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, too, was like, um, it kind of, I, I kind of yeah. like how you touched on work ethic. For sure. Um, what's, what's like the, what, you know, how do you expose yourself in the underground world? You know, like with that work ethic, do you, are you leading it towards like SoundCloud now? Because I mean, with the evolution of all these music platforms, like, you know, what, where are these people taking their music? Uh, you know what? I would say the the biggest thing right now is to is to take advantage of um, the uh, what is that called uh, the the platforms that Facebook and Instagram is providing in terms of like being able to pro do paid promotions, uh, do paid advertising, uh, and things like that. I think that's like the future right now, and because we're on the cusp of it becoming something big i think that's like the the thing that everybody should focus on and put their work into because i mean you can't just go to shows and, and and make a make a following yeah yeah it's tough there's so many shows going on there's so many uh non-music related events going on nowadays it, it, back then you know all you had to do is go to a music show and that's all i could plan mm -hmm. now it's like man you gotta you can go to night market you can go to like yeah dude it's crazy <laughs> yeah you know you can go to the stranger things at the beach or something right <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's, it's crazy there's a lot more 
more uh, 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 venues for you to like spend your time as opposed to just music. So I would say paid promotions, um, you know, using fa utilizing Facebook, uh, utilizing Instagram and stuff like that. All the all the paid advertising, uh, advertising and sponsorship. I think that's like the big key right now. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. Would you say that it's getting easier for underground rappers to get their voice, get their songs out compared to like when you were first starting? Mm, okay, getting their songs out, yes, definitely. Just because I, you know, you before you couldn't just go on SoundCloud and just put your music yeah. on there, or or even YouTube, you had to go on Kazaa and LimeWire, LimeWire, yes, like all these little 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 outlets, and and get hopefully your music gets heard. But now, man, like you know, uh, um, it's so easy for everybody to upload music that everybody's uploading music, and you get lost in translation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, who do you listen to next? when all these people are already popular, already doing well, like it's hard to hard to be like, oh, I'm gonna become an artist today and push my stuff through SoundCloud or YouTube and make a following. Yeah. Unless you have that hit song, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, that, that's, that one popper. Exactly, that one, yeah, exactly. And that's, it's tough. You know, it's like one in a million, you know what I'm saying? Like literally like. Dude, that's, I mean, like for, for you growing up, like in the scene, um, were like all the shows in OC like was it did it start in LA like what was the route here in SoCal like you know what I mean like uh, you know what it, before when I was out here um, it was like LA or die like die, LA was like the, you know what I'm saying <laughs> literally, literally die literally, yeah, you know literally like LA was like the scene you know back then like you know you think about OC it was like yeah, nobody any thought of anything except for like Huntington Beach or like you know like Irvine or something and it kind of like drew people away from there or like from listening to people from there and you want you want to hear who's who's popping in LA, and then now it's like man, you know OC's pro, you know providing all the all the crazy hits like look at um I, who was like going on Instagram today and I looked I saw uh Fora, you know he's he's from out this way and he's man he's getting like five hundred thousand views in like the first couple minutes and stuff like that he's getting you know independent uh, uh contracts and stuff like that and you know I, I'm not a fan um just because you know he's everybody calls him four rat you know what i'm saying he's been he's been he has his whole damn life. yeah yeah for sure he, he you know supposedly i'm not too familiar with him by the way oh, oh four, he, uh, okay. looks like he is yeah 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 he's like you know he's like he's like one of these um these new cats that are kind of getting played now who that was from out in this area oh wow yeah he was from out in this area he did a lot of shows around this area has a lot of love in this area and i only bring him up because i saw his instagram um the other uh, today like a couple hours ago and i was like man he just he blew the hell up damn yeah bro <laughs> yeah, for oc that's dope yeah for yeah he's like an oc cat he's like from around this area dude what was the name brockhampton they came out of oc too oh crazy they came out of like man. lake forest or something you know yeah, now all the musicians uh, musicians and rappers are coming out from like any any general area in california now. yeah so that's just, crazy yeah. la la back then bro definitely was like culture city exactly. like because all these places were just suburbs like exactly. you know where people were commuting to la for work and stuff like that exactly yeah i definitely see like the transition happening right now like exactly. especially in this area bro like i mean you've been in this studio building for a minute you know yeah, i mean previously sure. but like uh, i used to come around like last year summertime and just see like the work ethic and like the inspiration yeah. and like the creativity and that's what led me to get my studio and i've been here since january bro like yeah. I, i'm still new you know what i mean and it's great like it's yeah. cool like i mean um i'm only 24 bro yeah you know? so, so like i haven't been around but you know i feel like the kids my age are kind of definitely doing it to where we're not discriminating about like you know about area or like exactly. city or it's pretty cool bro not at all yeah there's a lot of integration you know exactly from all integration that's yeah. the word i was looking yeah. for <laughs> yeah nowadays yeah <sighs> before it used to be very like we used to be biased like yo it's la you know <laughs> you know whatever los whatever. angeles yeah, los angeles you know even people that aren't from la used to rep la just so they get that kind yeah of yeah you know, you know I, exactly <laughs> you there's know like those memes where it's like when, when you say you're from L.A., but you're from, like, San Bernardino. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that used to really be like that, man. So, man. so it's, 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 a, it's a newly developing uh, culture in, in all ways. So it's kind of hard to keep up. Um, it, like, you know, going back to the, to the question you asked earlier, it's like, yeah, it's, it's making music is easy and getting it uploaded is easy and stuff like that but discovery is hard yes yeah is you know everybody's rapping you know dude everybody. justin bieber got picked up off of youtube dog yeah that's crazy and he's the world's richest musician right now dog. yeah you know what though but for for cases like that i always feel like 
there was a underlying connection before that. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could get discovered and all by chance, but usually I found out just being in the underground game is like, it, it, there's like this underlying fact or reason why they were discovered. No, I feel you on, you know, yeah. bro, I actually, cause like, I, I tell this to people all the time, bro. Literally, mm. 90% of people in the entertainment and like music industry were born into it. Yeah literally literally i'm not negating the fact that like, people actually hustled for their positions but that's the 10 percent, bro exactly like you do your research yeah and then, yeah, it's hard you have to dig deep bro yeah it's either like their moms or their pops or their uncle something. or like their you know it's, it's crazy to me bro yeah there's something like you know even if it's not that it's like you know their neighbor is somebody yeah and, you know, yeah or like, like their car wash guy yeah, <laughs> something like that man it's crazy dude. yeah no like that's that. yeah. yeah bro dude and, beautiful uh, answers bro beautiful answers. oh much love man thank you so much bro. um i kind of want to switch it up i mean sure. like uh not really switch it up yeah. but um to my understanding, uh -huh. you've been performing with some guys who people like me fanboy over, bro. Oh, it's, I fanboy over all of them. Too. It's, always, <laughs> it's always hard meeting them backstage, and I'm like, chill, chill. I know, I know. Don't like grovel, and you know, what I'm saying? yeah, like, for go, sure. Don't go on your knees and grovel and be like, yo, you are, you're my hero. You know, straight Wayne, you know, Wayne's world. It, but like, yeah, that's that's like literally, man. I, I met Vinny Paz one time, and I was like, dude, chill. I was like talking to myself, like, chill, bro. Just act cool, act like you don't know him. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? and so like, I, I, most of these guys, like, I have like so much pride and stuff like that i don't even ask for pictures so that sucks that yeah. i don't have like you know memorabilia of me yeah it's in your head though it's in your head yeah i don't want to be like you can't, you can't prove it you? you can't yeah. prove it anybody exactly <laughs> yeah i know please can i take a picture with you right now right now right now you know i hate being that guy so i'm like yeah i always like come up like all nonchalant like yeah what's up man <laughs> what's up motherfucker <laughs> yeah what's up man I'll who the fuck are you bro <laughs> yeah, yeah. get the fuck off my <laughs> stage bro <laughs> i might have heard your album or all of them? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, Vinny Paz? Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, bro. I love you, dude. What's <laughs> up, man? Yeah, you know, I'm like, man, uh, we, I once had, um, like, a meeting, because I had a meet and greet done with uh, Immortal Technique and uh, Sick Jackin uh, from uh, Psycho Realm. Uh, they both came to one of my shops uh, a couple years ago, and I'm like, the whole time I'm, like, talking to them, we're going through the, you know, the whole business aspect of it. I'm like, dude. I just want a picture right now. Can I record this? You know, like something, man. You know, say something I can show my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I need something. Yeah, I know I need something, man. Like you know, no mental pictures. That's like the know. back blood, like the blood that boils in the back. Yeah, you know? like, it's like <laughs> you're holding it back and like, yeah, dude, like ah. Do yeah, I, I be know. human with them or do I be a fanboy? Yeah, I know, like, just snot coming out of my nose. I'm like, dude, I, I don't know what to say right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, yeah. it's been like that a few times for me. I'm like, man, just, you know. What was, chill. like, the craziest experience you had meeting someone? Like, um, it would, I would say, um, the coolest was, um, man, I, I've had a bunch. Like, I think the coolest is I got to go eat dinner with uh, Ill Bill and uh, Q Unique and stuff like that. We went what? to we went out to go eat, uh, eat dinner after a show. Um, but that was like, man, that was, you know, the whole time I'm trying not to take pictures, you know, because I didn't know if they were going to like it or not. So I was like, I took a picture of my food and just tagged them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. You know, but other than that, um, yeah. I got to a festival and that was like one of my <laughs> one of my moments. Like I did a festival called Back to Basics um, and that was thrown by the, at the observatory and the lineup was crazy. It was like, you know, like 20 headliners. Um, just all underground heads, like all the way from like Feral Monch to like you know Jedi was there. Um, you know uh, uh, who else was there? Zion I, Brother Ali. Um, man, I got I got a list of them. That's there, dope. There were so many people there. It was it was amazing. Uh, it was a great show, and I, I was like looking around like, oh my god, that's that, that's that. You know, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this was your festival. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was the festival I got to Dude, open up that for. That is so sick, bro. Yeah, that was that was like a dope show. Um, you know, shout out to Droops from uh, uh from the observatory. Shout so. out Droops, get the get the uh reggae horns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out Panda, head of security, yeah. observatory. Oh, I like the Bro, you want to hear a funny story? Story, bro. So my boy, I guess this homie Panda lives in Redlands. Oh yeah. Homie. And my boy has a gas station out there. Dope. He's like, bro, I'm at the head of security of the observatory, bro. He said, anytime we go, he'll let us backstage, bro. He'll let us meet the artist, bro. All this shit. I was like, oh hell yeah. I don't know if you know Magic Jordan. They're signed to OVO. They're like two guys. It's kind of like singing oh, maybe, type uh -huh. group, like duo. Like one's uh -huh. a producer, one's a singer. 
and uh, bro people paid like hundreds of dollars to like wait after the show and fucking meet him yeah bro we were kicking it with panda the whole show <laughs> i was telling girls because like one of them's an arab dude so i'm like telling girls like yeah he's my cousin or he's my brother like you uh, know <laughs> and then dude um after the show they're kicking everybody out and security came up to us I'm like oh dude chill 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 we know panda bro <laughs> and then uh, bro we ended up cutting the line and yeah. met them for free bro it was Dope. sick so shout oh, out yeah. the observatory bro shout out droops yeah homie yeah. Um, that's cool though, bro. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So yeah, it's like a, it's it's dope, man. You've oh, had you've yeah. had some great networking and great connections made through this industry. Exactly, and that's that's, awesome. that's kind of like what we we're talking. Uh, kind of touches on what we we're talking about before too. Like there's like this underlying reason why you get to be in these pockets of of, of luck. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's bro. Like, it, everything happens for a reason, exactly, my guy. Everything you know happens saying? for a reason. True. And you were putting in the right amount of work for it to line up to meet all these guys. And yeah, shit, bro. definitely trying. My so best, props yeah. to you. Um, bro, why don't you get into like you said you had some albums out? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So right? yeah, I got um an album called Ugly Homies Out, and it's yeah, yeah. It's it's me with my face on a bunch of Power Rangers and stuff like that. It's, uh, fucking Yo, yeah, what? it's hilarious. I gotta show you guys too. I'll, I'll have it on my page, but yeah, it's like uh, it's called Ugly Homies, and uh, I got a bunch of producers from all around the world. Um, uh, Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I know. I wish. Uh, you know what? Where where are they from? Uh, France. Um, from uh, like uh, a part of Europe, I forgot the the name, but uh, Ukraine. Um, oh damn! In um, uh, Mexico, um, and uh, and then a couple around the states too. So that's cool, bro. Yeah, so it's been it's been cool. Got a good. Uh, this is called producers. Ugly Homies. It's called Ugly Homies. Oh, that's so hard. Yeah, that's ham, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rep that. Dog. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put Hell that yeah. all over. Hell yeah, for sure. So that's dope, man. Good Where can out. people find it? SoundCloud, Apple Music. Oh yeah, Spotify. On, uh, yeah, it's on. Uh, Apple, Spotify, um, everything, YouTube, all that. So it's on oh, all, that's the, him. All, all the platforms. I saw one of your music videos. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, which one was it? It was, uh, oh, man, I oh, can't remember. The, the, in the office setting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's called exactly. Comfort. Yeah, it's all, uh, called Comfort on YouTube. Yeah. Is that the Ugly Homies <laughs> album? Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, no, that one's uh, coming on an upcoming album. Okay. Um, and that's what my boy Sire from uh, New Generation, he's out there in New York, uh, Norwalk. Um, but Five six two. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Actually, I grew up in Downey, bro. Oh, crazy, yeah, man! Crazy. man. Uh, I was on the border border of uh, Norwalk and Cerritos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can tell. There's right by all the there. Indians and oh, yeah. Koreans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was I was on the border of Pico Rivera and Downey. Oh, dope. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, I know that area real well. Actually, that's dope. Man. Yeah, like man. That. That's cool, bro. Yeah, Damn, it's man. Been, it's been cool, man. Just the album's been cool there. You know, everybody's been giving me good feedback on it, and uh, all the all the the hate i haven't heard yet so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it comes soon you know i want to hear some you know some bad things and stuff <laughs> you know i always tell my friends i'm like yo you don't gotta you don't gotta tickle my butt dog. you yeah. can just tell me you don't like this one you know <laughs> you don't like it it's cool man you know let me know so i can make the next one better or something you know what i'm saying like i haven't heard the hate yet <laughs> <laughs> bro i fucking love you man oh much love man um, damn dog yeah so damn. just chase highs on all these music platforms yeah, highs, sick so. guys definitely give him a listen man he even his music videos are like go on youtube watch the music videos he has out i i definitely enjoy even um it's chase the gods on instagram give him a follow he's got quality memes quality content from his music and just like he'll make your day bro he'll make your day man no that's awesome thank bro. you man thank you so much yeah i put a lot of effort into my memes i'm like yo i gotta i steal them but who doesn't steal <laughs> you know what i'm saying who doesn't steal shout out to all the people hey, i steal from yeah but at least he said yeah you know yeah, thank you bro i didn't even have to say it, Hell you yeah, have any bro. upcoming shows my dude oh you know what as of right now summertime is kind of tough to get shows in just because uh you know everybody wants to go to that like new little skies concert or something so rosarito all, yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so all the all the like underground shows kind of get pushed towards uh more like european venues or like more oh, wow. like, inner interstate like you know inner like usa kind of venues because they they they'll actually dish out the money for tickets out here in california like nobody wants to go to it you know like let's like, say oh like, what the fuck 15 bucks yeah for, for i can who? afford it but what the fuck yeah, underground rap yeah i know for underground dude it's not free or it's not five dollars i'm like bro like you just paid fifty dollars to go to this or even six hundred dollars to go to coachella bro, you paid fifty dollars for a supreme sticker bro yeah, you know <laughs> what i'm saying dude <laughs> i feel you yeah, dog so that's been like that's been the struggle out here so summertime you never really see 
see too much uh, underground shows or they'll be like smaller yeah. like, venues and stuff like that. Um, you, yeah. you said European venues, bro. Have you done international shows? I wish. No, I, I wish. Um, I wish, man. Uh, the only reason is... is it's hard to without a without a a crazy need for just booking you as a headlining act. It's hard to become, um, let's say, an opener out in Europe and and be able to, um, you know, have either travel expenses paid or wh- whatever the case may be, get booked without uh, without compensation and stuff like yeah. that. It's usually like that, though. So if I'm going out there, I gotta get paid. You know, no, no I, doubt, bro. I, I mean, I would love to go out there for the experience and spend my own money and stuff like that. I, I'm willing to, but it's like, yo, if I'm gonna go do a show for you all the way out there, at least give me some compensation. For at least ten dollars profit. Some, exactly. <laughs> yeah, give me free bar. I'm good. Yeah, you know, free bar tickets. Dude, you know, you know I feel like underground rap does does oh, so sure. does so well in London, bro. Yeah. With like um like gigs and like um. The, the artist gigs not like show gigs exactly um dude they love underground rap bro yeah especially ireland bro ireland dog yeah, makes sense Are you, do you follow battle rap oh yeah i do um dude like the the fucking shows out there bro like do you see the, the okay like usually the fans don't really have much part whether i mean honestly king of the dot they have a good fan participation like exactly. audience participation yeah but when it gets into like london or like dublin bro these fans are crazy bro yeah. they they're all into it man exactly so i definitely feel like dude you know maybe i could set up a show out there you know the exactly. channel t channel t underground rap 2019 yeah you do that. <laughs> I, got, I got money on it bro i got money Let's on do that. it yeah, that's bro. awesome yeah I, I would love to do a show out if there you were to do a show yeah anywhere in the world yeah where would you want to go where would you want the underground message to to reach bro that's a trip man that's a that's a crazy one that's a crazy one i would say i would say like london area just because i feel like they would have the most money for like you know what i'm saying like just being selfish be like yo they're they're gonna buy my album hell yeah bro dude they're big supporters of like you know up and coming like next up or even just like genuine content like you know what i mean yeah, but I think uh, anywhere in Asia would probably be like bar none, you know, my first choice. Uh, just because you know I'm, I'm Asian or whatever. Now I would like to connect with my people. Hell <laughs> yeah, bring it to Korea, dog. Yeah, Man. exactly. I would love that. You know, except they don't. You know, underground hip hop, I'm sure it does well, but not like, you know. But just add like a K-pop artist on the lineup. Yeah, and you're chilling, bro. <laughs> or even J-pop, like you yeah, know? exactly. That's that's big. Uh, bro, and, you so know, new Shide, dog. <laughs> that's my group. R.I.P. They broke up, I think. <laughs> oh crap! Hell yeah. See. Yeah, I, they're doing really well out there. My my friend right there in Korea is actually uh, kind of linking up with some with some K-pop stars. And oh stuff wow! Like he's been doing he's been doing his own music, and I'm like, dude, yeah, he's been he's, they've been doing well. Like it's it's a crazy scene out there because it's such a tight, uh, uh, closely knit community. Oh no doubt. Yeah, you yeah. got to know someone, no doubt, to, sure. to get in. Like to get in, it's period. super. I don't want to say elite. Super. Uh, uh, I'm losing my th- clustered yeah you know like yeah and you know what mo- what what most people don't know is like if you go to korea and stuff like that all these like girl groups and 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 boy bands and stuff like that like they're they're closely knit to each other i believe they have like a a, a dorm system that like they all house in as well and depending then, on the label right yeah yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Label. so like you know what i'm saying they all they all do do things together they all train together and stuff like that you dude know? that's insane it's, it's nuts it's man. just bro it's like drake's uh boot camp type place like yeah. they're, they're just cranking out hits dude exactly exactly damn bro you know will i am's in the k-pop scene dog oh that makes that makes sense uh what's the label for big bang and um 21 Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That, that he one. owns half that shit, or he, he's like a majority owner of that label. Smart guy. Yeah, bro. They just opened up. I don't. Uh, Buena Park off Beach in the 91. Yeah. Right by like the restaurant that used to be an Arab restaurant, Golden Knights. Yeah. There's like a new mall there, but that's gonna be the new K-pop headquarters of SoCal. Oh, the source. I was just there the other There's day. There's like a helicopter thing yeah, at the top. I was just there the other day. Yeah, that's crazy. That's gonna be the new like K-pop breeding ground bro oh yeah you know what yeah they were saying that because uh, even right now they're holding competitions to, to no yeah you know how yeah. they always have those like find the next k-pop exactly. place like in different countries exactly. like that's where they're gonna start holding them for california that, yeah they need something over there i went over there it was so empty yeah, yeah bro yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. what's crazy is there's there's restaurants popping up but yeah. like it's just so dead it's and it's dead. all korean people bro exactly it's like dead i there. felt so weird walking up i mean i love korean people bro. like <laughs> yeah. all day yeah like, yeah you know. for sure but when you go into a mall you want it to be like at least yeah like, popping 
mind, you know, yeah, you're trying of, to see some ladies. Exactly, you know. Why go to a Korean mall without any Korean ladies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find my... Um, man, I forgot how to say, like, my love. Oh. Or oh, it's harang or... Sarang, uh, yeah. s- is it sarang? Or I know sarang haze. I love you. Yeah. It's <sighs> okay. I know some bad words in Korean, Doug. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, let's Should just I say it? Out. Yeah. Let's just spew them out. Nobody. Gochupara. Kizaki. That's it. Hey, you got the pronunciation straight. Though. Hell yeah, 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 for sure. Dude, I don't know yeah. what. I don't know what korean pop group it was yeah but they shot like a music video that there's they were singing better arabic than me bro oh that's crazy yeah and it was like one of the most pop in arabic songs and like i guess they just covered it like it was insane really? but they even got a girl to hop on it um i forgot the name of the group bro I, i'll find you that video doug Dang, it's crazy bro crazy. it's like a straight up korean group and a korean girl singing fluent arabic bro like this yeah. pronunciation and everything bro really? insane dog that's crazy yeah man they're super talented bro yeah they're, for sure like just they're breeding like masterminds like, exactly you know? and, and it's, it's becoming an, an international type of music dude like, it's i think you know the international music awards it was all k-pop groups winning the awards yeah bro. it makes sense because look how many people are into k-pop now or even korean dramas that started that or whatever yeah you know it's it's crazy man i, I never thought it would be like that like f- 10 years ago 15 years ago. man my sister my younger sister i mean she was like i mean i was in ap honors classes too <laughs> but um she was all she's super into the k-pop stuff where she got me into like snsd and like okay. uh, you know to any one all the other you know but um did i drop her off at these k-pop events dog uh-huh. at like usc coliseum and dude you can't even like it takes you 50 minutes to move your car like 50 yards bro. oh yeah it's all the parents <sighs> dropping their kids off and there's like a super diverse group of girls bro yeah, like yeah it doesn't they, everyone's getting into it bro everyone it's, it's like, crazy man you know what I, oh, the craziest thing is i have a group of homegirls they're all chinese like every one of them but they're like k-pop and k-drama like you know hardcore fans ride or die yeah you know and i'm like dude you, you guys have your own type of music yeah <laughs> you guys have chinese pop chinese folklore you know <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like, you guys have it but you know it's kind of it's, it's crazy how that's uh, that's how the world's becoming it's like everybody's into k-pop yeah man and it's they, they cool though k-pop on on netflix if you really yeah, think about it dude. there's no you know what i'm saying there's no other other type but we got to get into the underground k-pop scene dog Oh, I'm down. You know? Yeah, I might down. as well just infiltrate, bro. Yeah, I'm down. Dude, I'll be like the media. Yeah. You be the content. Yeah, for sure. Boom. Uh, I've been trying to, and I have like a couple of uh, connects, and uh, you know, a little network to, to dive into uh, uh, in random places. And I was trying to get, uh, I had an artist working with me recently. Um, he, he goes by the name of uh, Joseph uh, Bitch-Ass James, uh, Jams. But, um, <laughs> so, you know, he ended up, he ended up, you know, robbing one of my companies and stuff like that and took off and flew off somewhere. So, fuck that guy. But I was trying to get him into the K-pop scene. Uh, and and you know I was trying to get everything going. He has, he actually makes music that is like more for the general audience mm-hmm. as opposed to like mine is just underground. Yeah. So I was trying to push him into that. Um. And then and then he ended up you know screwing the bro. So he's a real bitch ass. He's a real bitch ass. Yeah. He's a real damn bro. So yeah, fraud. So he's you know, a real he's a real snake. Yeah, he's a real snake. Yeah, definitely. So so that that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I've been trying to get into that, like trying to push an artist into that network because like you know I think it'd be crazy if somebody came out that wasn't. Korean that made K-pop music, I think they would blow up. Just like um, I, if you look on YouTube, there's like this, um, you know, I believe he's uh, he's from Europe, but he's African American by descent. I've know? seen him on that. He's like singing Korean on that uh, show, and then like all the stars right there, just like yeah yeah that guy i know who you're talking exactly. about he's young yeah he's young he's a young guy but yeah he, he killed it you know and he's just like gaining more and more popularity just because he knows the pronunciation just like you were saying they they did such great arabic mm-hmm. uh, or spoke such great arabic he does like the pronunciation of his korean is like on point Damn, bro so you think that like there's possible infiltration that is rewarding yeah, definitely. Dude, let's find someone. I would, I'm, I'm with that. Let's do it. Let's train me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Let's bro, I got do my it. onion haseyo down. <laughs> I got my komsamida. I got my bibimbap ready to eat, bro. Hell yeah, Dude, I'm, I'm shout with. out mm. Korean fried chicken, bro. Oh, okay, for sure. The best. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had a Korean homie, like, shout out Joseph on. That's my boy. Oh, dope. Dude, just like took me to a restaurant he's like bro you like chicken i'm like fuck yeah uh-huh. takes me to this place buena park dude actually right by that 
place we were just talking about. Oh, okay. Man. I know exactly what you're talking it's like about. It's like the then. chicken one that has like a chi- picture of a chicken. Korean. Okay. Cuckoo. Oh, oh, Coco. 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 Or Coco Something or like yeah, that. Yeah, that's just Bro. famous. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's where all the homies drink at and stuff like that. So, God bless yeah. the Korean people, man. <laughs> but, um, dude, that's beautiful. Uh, why don't we get into like the business, bro? Oh, so, oh yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Um, talk about what industry you've infiltrated and how long you've been in it and how much money you've put in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, actually, you know what? A few years ago, um, me and... Uh, or I, I guess I'll start from the beginning. What happened is in the beginning, uh, my mom, what is that called? My mom uh, was diagnosed with uh, Luke Gehrig's disease. Um, and so I was working at uh, at Sprint as the project manager, uh, Sprint Corporate, for like a, as a project manager and like a, a event, uh, event and travel coordinator for them. Uh, so I had a pretty cushy job. And then my mom was diagnosed with uh, ALS. Um, so what happened is uh, we kind of you know went through that transition of having to um, take care of her and like losing our house and and losing a lot of a lot of things. So what I did is I I, I just quit Sprint um, and just jumped into like just selling selling you know little little dub sacks in 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 a office that I had um, that I just rented or whatever. And I spent like a couple years there, and then I made enough money um, and I found a couple of partners. Um, that I was able to invest in with, uh, and we we got one of our we got uh, how do I call it? We got our own shop. We invested in our own shop, and that kind of blossomed into a few more shops. Um, and then at the end of the legalization stage, um, we couldn't get permitting, and and they just came in and took everything. <coughs> the feds. Um, more so, okay, like you know, in the weed industry, like to be completely honest, um, the last few years the the feds have nothing to do with it it's what? Beca- it's because the local cities and and you know like the the anyone that holds up city regulation and stuff like that they don't want you making money you know i said they don't want you making money without them making money you know so it's the, it's the city it's never the feds that come swatting on you or anything like that never the swat it's like you know local local city officials that want to come see why the hell you're making money yeah you know what I'm saying? where's so, all this money coming yeah, from chase yeah you know where, where's the uh, money? yeah you pixie know, sticks yeah <laughs> so you know we got shut down and, and everything is just has been you know deteriorating since then like the whole scene now is like um you think about think about weed like all these legal dispensaries they're a joke they're a joke they're doing essentially what everyone's was doing during the medicinal phase um but now they're paying more money to the government so now they're okay you know what i'm saying it's just it's just a way to filter money out of us or siphon yeah. money out of us you know what i'm saying it's just um all these legal things are a joke like um, even nowadays, like you really look at the industry and so corrupt and, and the city officials are so corrupt. Like it, it's a wonder how, how they're even getting away with these things without any investigation into, into what they're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a, it's a crazy thing. So that's why I have no remorse, um, for, for closing our shops down and, and doing whatever. And now, you know, we're, we're just trying to get into the legalization phase. Um, but like, it's like, you know, they've just... They're not doing anything legal either. It, yeah, exactly, bro. Eyes, yeah, in my eyes, they're not doing anything more better than what we've been doing. Or they just got doing. lucky enough to get the permits. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's not even lucky enough. They were rich enough. Oh wow! Oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I feel that. Yeah, we went. We went to apply um, a few years ago, a couple years ago, and just the application process was ten thousand dollars. I know. And just even to be considered. Not just for you to even submit your application. That's it. Submit your application is ten grand, and then before that, that's why Santa Ana is such a they're they're being you know they're they're such a corrupt city out here. Before that, Santa Ana did a lottery, uh, and that's how all these shops opened up right here. Is they did a lottery, uh, I believe it was like twenty grand per ticket. So all these rich people just spend like you know like hundred k, two hundred k in buying lottery tickets, and of course they're gonna get picked. You know they pick twenty of them. And- well, isn't it isn't it true that like the first clinics popped up in santa ana uh legal legal ones yes or even just like before no 
Uh, it was like pretty big here at least. It was pretty. It was actually Santa Ana was the only one that was a complete green city where they just let all of them open. Period. Hmm. Anywhere else, like you would just get shut down, or you, you know, what I'm saying they would deny you. But Santa Ana was like the green mile in terms of like, you know, they had miles and miles of just green zones out here where you could just open up a medicinal shop. Wow. And you know they didn't really care as long as you guys are paying taxes and stuff like that or the fee. But uh, uh, and then that turned into the lottery. Well, that's why, you know, they, they were under uh, scrutiny because they did the lottery and they realized, you know, they're just taking money from everybody and just hand selecting people. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you bought 30 tickets. We're going to give you a ticket. But there's like 50 to 100 applicants behind you that only could afford one ticket. Man. And where did all that money go to? It didn't go into the city. Oh, the, hell no. Yeah, exactly. It didn't go into the city. Obviously not. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Went into pockets Dude, and stuff that like is that. Insane. It's a tough. It's a tough game right now. Like even if you go now to all these cities that are opening up for their application, it's either they're they're flooded with applicants, and then there's gonna be like 50 shops there. So there's your competition's gonna be crazy. Or you go to a city where you have to pay a ridiculous amount just to even get the application fee in slash the processing in. So it's like it's it's tough, man. It's it's made for the rich white man right now. Yeah. You know? What do you think of that the cafe that just got the you know the permits to open up in Westwood? It's like going to be the first like open air cannabis like cafe like mm. restaurant type. Yeah, I, you know, and, and like the thing is, is like they're gonna make some money and they're gonna make money and stuff like that. But I believe like that's some hipster stuff. You oh know? yeah, yeah, that's some like hipster stuff. Like yeah, it could be like a tourist attraction, I'm sure. But like you know, like I'm gonna smoke in my own damn house, and you know I'm gonna do my own damn thing. I don't need some like what rich white white people to open up a cafe and be like oh you could come smoke here. yeah well that's and like the amsterdam type vibe you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm sure because uh, there's one too i'm sure you know hitman uh-huh they have a hitman coffee joint yeah i've been there a few times is it cool it, like okay I, so you can't you you can smoke in there and stuff like that but the environment like after the first year that's why they shut down oh they shut down yeah, they're not open anymore i had no idea yeah, if they are open they're open for um private events and membership only and then that's why they went into the membership only hmm. because like dude it's like you know you just go in there and you just smoke and i mean like shout out to because that's one of you know one of the people that we deal with is a hitman and the hitman glass and stuff like that so i always have to give respect but like, if you look at the actual location itself like it didn't make as much money as it should have wow you know what I'm saying? Because the, the city wasn't allowing them to just have events there, weed events there, and smoke in there and, and do whatever in there. It was just like a spot where where it was named after Hitman. There was no coffee in there. <laughs> there was a coffee cart in there. Like it was That's it. There was a coffee cart in there. And then it wasn't like when I went there, like the, the multiple numerous times, like there was no coffee to be found. What? It was like an empty coffee cart. Like, you know how you go to the mall and you see like coffee carts with like snacks and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what oh, it was. Except bro. just only a, a few coffee little mugs. And, and like then, the syrup bottles. They're probably just doing it. That. Oh, it was just what? coffee. It was just like the like the 7-Eleven coffee. You know, the little... Pump. Oh, like the little... Oh, yeah, my God. it was that. that was they it. were hustling. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was, just a, it was just a spot. They were supposed to make it the lounge where you can go smoke and chill. But then like you go in there and it's like, dude, it's like, I, I guess you could meet good players but that's not a good thing for them either like how are you gonna have all the big players come over here and then have people watch them you know? yeah <laughs> you know what I'm yeah saying? like i was like dude this is not the phase for that this is not the greatest time for you to be able to do this and and like have the government just watch you or the local officials yeah. watch who's coming in here you know what i'm saying it's 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 i was like man this is tough like I, I i went there because like my friends were associated with it and, and stuff like that and, and and you know shout out to hitman glass and stuff like that they kind of helped this out in the beginning but like the location itself I, I didn't i didn't know where it was headed like it was a tough thing to to really see where its future was wow yeah, it was not a coffee shop though for damn sure. That's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah. I would love a actual coffee shop with that, you know. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, but then in Westwood, I mean, like, like, it's like the you know, like a rich area. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like right by UCLA. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, all those people can smoke in their two story homes already. So yeah, when I come to the cafe, you know, I'm like, dude, you know, we need one out here that's completely, um, you know, like taxed on a good on a good way. Yeah, that snake is just chilling. Is bro, so he's posted. <laughs> You're telling me not to move him or the mic? the mic? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, Hitman was Hitman was crazy. Hitman was crazy. So, where do you operate right now? Oh, right now I'm doing. Um, you know what? It's uh, we're out in Paris, uh, California, and stuff like that. We have a little shop out there. So, if you guys want to come visit out, I know. Yeah, no, yeah, just say, yeah, in Paris. Um, we're called Pop Top out there. Um, so if you want to come visit out, we'll get you a discount out there. But um, other, yeah. other than that, like, um, we have a few deliveries. And if you guys go on my on my page, Chase the Gods, uh, at Chase the Gods on Instagram, like, I'll, I'll be able to direct you guys and stuff like that into, into the different... Oh, different, sick, bro. Yeah, different venues, yeah. Sick. I think using my page is best because then it's kind of like we're in different areas. And, okay, um, perfect. Yeah, we're in a lot Chase of the Gods on Instagram. Get the locations. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll get you everything on the good. <laughs> What's... So... Back to the whole Chase Highs, back yeah. to the whole marijuana. <laughs> Bro, what's like your favorite uh, way of enjoying it? Um, you know what? I'm a big dabber. I love dabbing. Wow. Yeah, dabbing is like my my thing. Um, I love dabbing. You know, good extracts. Um, shout out to Sandals. Uh, Sandals OG. He's been like at Sandals OG on Instagram. He's been supplying us with like just the greatest extracts since day one. Um. You know, I, I, I've been with him since he was like, you know, smaller operation. And then now he's like a legal, fully running, like big, you know, uh, big operation. Now. Did they legalize extracts now? Uh, you know what? I believe um, anything under the um, uh, basically under the grow is basically a, a legal. Oh, that's know, dope. It's, like, it's legal. Like, so basically, as long as your grow is is appropriate as licensed and stuff like that i believe everything that you're that that comes from your that grow is 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 licensed okay yeah because i know that like extracts were like the probably like the one component that was like super illegal at oh, one point right at one point yeah yeah at one point and then now it's like they're realizing like you know it's the same same difference, it's the same know? just like you know super potent yeah. uh, you, you know. know what i think my biggest theory though is that before when that when that news came out and that was the headline it's because they didn't know how to tax it yeah and so they were like oh it's bad you can't do this you're not supposed to have this at all it's because they couldn't tax it yeah bro now that they can tax it they're like oh it's just the same as you know marijuana. Okay, I'll yeah, take it's just, it. Yeah, it's the same as marijuana. Did Uncle you know? Sam is a conniving it motherfucker? Really is. really is, and and now with like the new, you know, like the whole internet being so advanced, like now you really get to see things like this, where where they where they falter on things they shouldn't have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden, like you know, like even shrooms being illegalized, I think that's like the craziest thing to me. Like, bro, like I went through all of high school with you guys telling me it's a poison and it's gonna rot my mind and stuff like that and now oh no it's, it's good for you know psychotherapy patients or you know what i'm saying yeah what, yeah. what do you feel about oakland legalizing it bro oh yeah i i, I mean sh you know props to them that's that's amazing that you know they're taking that off the black market and they're taking that off of illegal trade mm -hmm. and stuff like that i give that you know a lot of props and respect and stuff like that um but then like you look on the underlying reason is because they're gonna make money off of it yeah but what's cool though i mean Oakland kind of surprised me. Like, Oakland legalized it? Okay, that's weird. Yeah. But, um, dude, sh they say that shrooms is actually better for your body than marijuana. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's cool, though. You know, yeah. like, um, I, even with marijuana, too, like, shrooms, marijuana, like, they're very natural things yeah. that have been demonized. Even, like, hemp. Yeah. Like, you know, like, hemp paper, hemp exactly. medicine. Demonized, bro. Like, Demonized. people, like, these these older folk literally think that it's the devil like exactly. you know what i mean exactly and what's cool about our generation is like you know we're literally seeing the benefits of like you know you know like you said psychotherapy yeah. you know uh, treatment through psilocybin or yeah. you know the benefits of using hemp because you know actually everything in the u.s was printed on hemp paper yeah but then um i guess they realized that like uh, they didn't want people getting high yeah so they banned it they exactly. they made it illegal yeah so I think the comeback is coming, bro. It started with marijuana. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely don't see them legalizing like cocaine and shit like that. But. Yeah, that doesn't make sense because like you know they 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 use cocaine as such a stronghold on other countries and stuff. Exactly. Like that. You know what I'm saying? That that's they, like a government weapon. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's like yeah. So and I, government uh, bankroll. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Straight up CIA, yeah. bro. Cocaine. Yeah, uh, what was it? Um, it was like an acronym that they made about the CIA, like involving cocaine. It's like yeah. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's yeah. People, I don't. You, you know, ten years ago we wouldn't have 
thought of these conclusions yeah know? bro but insane. it's crazy man like the government is a, is a trip it's do a trip. you feel that um like socal is gonna end up like amsterdam or it's just like everyone's blowing trees left and right like you know we have cafes we have like people selling joints with your bagels I believe, like, it's already on its way. Like, if you look at how many people, like, how many cafes right now are serving CBD-infused stuff. Oh, word. Yeah, like, if you go everywhere. I went to Glendale Galleria the other day, and there's, like, four CBD shops in there. You're there's, lying. Yeah, dude, there's, like, CBD shops. And and you know what? You can't say that they were honestly sourced. Like, you can't be like, oh, this CBD was honestly and respectfully sourced from a company that's respectable. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, it, it's crazy. You can't just do that. CBD comes from a hemp plant slash cannabis plant mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it comes from like you can't just be like oh this is accredited source like there's no such thing right now to be like this is a accredited hemp, hemp supply source because there's no governing board to judge that yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like it's crazy you're just essentially you're selling weed mm-hmm. in the mall right now you're selling weed in your coffee right now like you know what i'm saying cbd is gonna come out of starbucks like you know cbd is coming out of everything and i'm like dude essentially man you're just smoking i mean you're just putting stuff that i used to go to jail for in my teens yeah you know what I'm saying in your coffees and calling it okay like dude it's gonna be it's gonna be like that soon it's gonna be, I, I think we're gonna surpass amsterdam by by a lot because uh, amsterdam is like yeah you know like amsterdam is like a tough thing because they have the red light district there i mean you think about it ha- you know what i'm saying like you know they're, they're kind of like lax on on a lot of things so I, I i think we're gonna surpass them in a lot of ways like amsterdam wasn't the first to like you know bring up um all these new strains that California is and yeah. all these new things. They're, they're just using the fact that their government is lax there and that the policies are lax there for them to just push things that they can. But in California, man, we're like the, the pioneers of this. Like, we're, yeah. you know, we're the ones that came up with like OG. Like, that's only California. Chronic. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's us. Like, nobody knows about ocean grown. Like, that's ours. Like, nobody can get ocean grown or grow ocean grown like like we can, like the OGs and yeah. stuff like that. So it, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, it's crazy. People are be- people are connoisseurs out here. So this is gonna be the capital, no matter what. I think. That's insane, bro. That's cool. I mean, like you're. You have, how long have you been in this industry? Uh, I would say about seven years now. And so you then- got a good like professional outlook on, like you you you've you've gotten to the point where, you've you I'm sure you had your ups and downs that have made you into the connoisseur that you are today. Oh, definitely trying my best. Um, and but then it's a tough industry because everything changes. Yeah, everything's been changing. Um. You know, even now, like, uh, I don't think it's changing, but there's, like, a cycle in which to follow in the weed game. Like, before, you know, it was all about hashes and, and, you know, things like that. Now, then it was all about sauce or it was about shatter. And then, like, I couldn't even sell sauce because the fact that everybody wanted shatter. And now that they're realizing sauce is way better than shatter and it, it tripled in pricing. And stuff like that. Back then, you could you could get sauce anywhere, and it, you know nobody would want it. How what's what's for the people who don't know what's yeah. sauce and what's shatter? Oh, so sh- a shatter would be like a straight you know a straight extract uh, uh, from the plant that co- becomes like a stable. It's like a stable form of extract as opposed to like a sauce. There's more uh, processes and steps to go into it to make it like a liquid phase. Okay. Uh, and so you know I'm saying like if you extract something, usually it'll come out like stable, and we call that shatter because it'll it'll either be like a very like loose shatter where it's like sticky and and runny or it'll be like completely solid and then from that state most people um there's another uh state which is like you know a sauces and then you know these like um these they call them uh diamonds and stuff like that there's that phase and then there's like the actual um what is that called uh isolates and stuff like that that you break from from those or cartridges and stuff like that like so there's like a bunch of a bunch of like you know crazy crazy forms like even when i first started nobody wanted cartridges you know what i'm saying no like they everyone wanted to smoke weed and yeah but you know wanted but to now it's all about stizzy it's, it's all, all about, about cartridges. cartridges man it's all about cartridges right now. brass knuckles yeah you know what i'm saying all that you know and nobody even cares that like they're smoking poison you know what i'm saying it's like it's crazy bro what do you see hash making its way into the states like uh, the, oh, like, like like hashish condensed from. hashish yeah exactly yeah because yeah, that's all they smoke overseas because yeah. they can't get flour and stuff like that you know yeah but you know what though that's tough because we have a more refined version of it out here 
Cause like out here, you know, we can get a lot of like solving this like hash and stuff like that. So there's like, there's a lot of hashes already making whatever out here, uh, making waves and stuff. But I think like, the the process in which you make all these other extracts are so much more interesting to most people, and flavor wise, that it's gonna be a tough sell to be like, oh, bring like crazy hashish out here. Yeah, which is like because it's all about the spliff, you know, exactly. and like mm -hmm. people aren't with that. Yeah. There's like the hash that's like the powder form, you know, what exactly. I'm talking about. That's what they like sprinkle on stuff. It's like kind of like keef, but yeah, yeah, man, the the hash, like I mean, it's you know, in Arab culture, I mean, like that's all they smoke out there. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like. That's where hashish got its name. Like it's yeah. an Arabic word. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So here, I've never seen it, never heard of it until yeah. like these Arab homies were like, oh, hashish. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy. Even out here, it's it's a tough sell, for sure. Um, you know, even when we had like before the shops closed down or whatever, we had like hashish there. It was. Oh no way! Like was, compressed hash. Yeah. Wow. It was, it, you know, because right now, um, you know, they sell all sorts of like you know like bubble hash to like to the ice. Exactly. All that stuff like that. So it's 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 a it's like a tough market, uh, especially when there's like crazy sauces out here that are like you know. A hundred thirty dollars a gram, you, you know. It's like it's crazy, man. Like sauce. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's That's crazy. That's insane, bro. Like sauces and diamonds out here. Where do you see? Do you do you think there's gonna be a? Oh, okay, okay. Let me read that. Where do you see the marijuana industry going within the next ten years? Like, do you think it's gonna be like, you know, everyone's gonna be smoking rather than drinking? Like, what's your take? What's your hot take? I see as I see it as like a, a good competitor to all these like craft beer, you know, craft beer breweries. Yeah, that's like a big that. market too, right it's now. It's a big market. You know, so I see it on the on the same pedestal as that. Like a lot of these like Budweiser companies will will be doing you know suffering and stuff like that. They'll have to come out with their own craft beers. You know, it'll be uh, it'll be in that sense like you know we'll have a lot of like dispensary more dispensaries and like cannabis themed. Um, you know, entertainment locations or whatever the hell it may be. I could, I could see that in the future. Um, but other than that, like, it's kind of in the black market, really, like, there's no much, not much more advancement you can do, like, you can get to, or like, you know, we've been doing this for so long. In yeah, it's already where it's going to be. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, more people are going to stop picking up from their dealer or whatever the hell it is and they're gonna go start going to these stores and stuff yeah. like that but I don't see anything anything past what we're already doing now exactly like, it's be I agree locations. I yeah. definitely agree like I feel that ever since the legalization like it, it was kind of like a rumble in the community kind of like oh what's gonna happen exactly but it ended up being the same. Yeah. If anything, you're just paying tax at certain stores. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. There hasn't been crazy advancement. I agree. I feel like it's going to be kind of like the same thing we're seeing now. If anything, exactly. we're going to have like holographic weed and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. VR weed experience. Yeah, you know? And I think I think it might be it might be tougher to get um, just the cheap stuff in a little bit just because everybody's going to realize like, you know, there's there's like regulations to this like to this shit like mm -hmm. you know you can't just go out there and, and just buy all any type of weed like there's going to be a governing board for that yeah soon enough so maybe maybe in that term or in that way it'll, it'll get a little bit harder um and there'll be more more uh, uh advances coming and stuff like that um but other than that like i kind of just see it like you know just being treated like beer like yeah, you'll, you'll no, be able it's to get it at liquor stores and stuff like that like you know i see that they have uh even like i think lagunitas has a hemp like you know, a weed, a THC infused drink. Yeah. Is it CBD or THC? I can't remember. I think it's THC to be I think honest. It's THC. Right? I think they're the ones that bought um, that bought that farm. I believe they bought a farm. Yeah, and they they just went to work, bro. Yeah, so, exactly. And like you mentioned, that craft beer shit. Yeah. That's what's taking all these hipsters exactly. to heart, and these hipsters are now getting into the marijuana. Exactly. It really is. Yeah. It really is. It's like that. It's crazy. You know, and I'm like thinking like, yeah, that's what I had to do is you have to legalize this shit for you guys to, you guys know you were smoking five years. Ago. Yeah, bro. You know, they just guys. did it for the, like the, the hipsters, <laughs> like these white people to be like, ah, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Exactly. You've seen those videos, like those old ass ladies smoking yeah. weed and yeah, shit. Yeah, I know, yeah. And it's legal now. Like, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. 10 years ago, you were calling the cops on me for smoking. Yeah, park, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and shout out all the people who are in jail right now for doing the same thing that these um i know i don't want to target white people but what no, these yeah, rich white target, people yeah, let's you not know. target white people but but mostly these you know these rich affluent folk yes yeah you know what i'm saying that they, these rich affluent folk are getting away with what these people couldn't exactly 
and it's literally identical exactly like the, in every sense of the of the situation like you know you really think about it like people are still in jail for doing things that people are doing on a mass scale right now exactly like you bro. know what I'm saying like the homie got caught up with like two pounds and all he did like a year or whatever the hell and then now all of a sudden people are selling like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of boxes pounds yeah bro. i know yeah you know what i'm saying like, tons yeah i know like literally like just selling them and just no re repercussions just getting away with it i'm like yo this is this is how america is like you know it's it's, it's this is how the government is like until bro, they money, make money talks it, yeah until they make money off it man it's everything's illegal <laughs> you know man troll yeah, let me get the sure. reggae horns for that <laughs> shout out uncle sam you feel me <laughs> Man. <laughs> bro this has been such a great discussion oh thank you great man. talk bro yeah. um dude where can people find you on social media so chase chase the gods on instagram yeah chase the gods on what instagram. other platforms are um, you on so i chase highs on on everything like spotify apple music um whatever on facebook i'm chase highs um on everything else um in the streets i'm a fat asian guy who <laughs> come say hi to me and shit you know i'll give you, I'll give you ugly smile. ugly homies, <laughs> out, ugly homies. <laughs> bro give us a song to look up on youtube and we'll like go out to that oh for sure um you know what we'll just go to my music video i guess it's just uh, chase high's comfort let's get it bro no it's been such a pleasure having oh, you bro you dude like you. genuinely like learning about the underground rap scene and your 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 like uh dedication to dank memes <laughs> and bro you know yeah. there's not many people like you out there oh, much so love, man. i definitely you so appreciate much. your time definitely For appreciate sure. the wisdom bro thank you, man. this is my platform is your platform man so oh, whenever you got big projects coming up whenever you got some promo to do For whenever sure. you just want to come shoot it bro For let sure. me know hit me up i'll book you oh, we'll sure. get it popping even if someone bails like i'll definitely put you like in place of them and stuff For like sure. that yeah i'm, I'm ready oh yeah I'm, I'm around anyway so let's we'll get it bro For sure sounds good hell yeah so this is the music video is this an ad or is this the video oh it's actually the part the front of the video. okay yeah skip, the intro skip, like, this is what was it called again uh this one's called comfort uh, comfort by chase highs catch it on youtube hell yeah and bro why don't you give us some final words bro what, what do you what's on your chest that you absolutely gotta let the world know right now um you know what don't neglect the ugly girls we all like ugly women <laughs> I don't know why I'd say that word. You know? <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and don't, don't and neglect your ugly friends. We all good. <laughs> they all need love. They all need love. We all need love out here in these streets. Mr. Chase Highs, God bless you, sir. Thank you. Make sure you guys stay updated with Channel T Summer Giving 2019. It's on August 3rd, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. We'll be posting. Um, if you guys can't make it or if you're not in SoCal, we have an Amazon wish list that um, you can actually buy school supplies and, you know, backpacks and stuff. Like, we had a whole wish list with stuff to donate. Um, so we'll be posting that. Make sure you tune in to Mr. Chase Highs. Chase the gods on Instagram and Chase Highs on all media platforms. And God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you Hell for coming yeah. by. Yeah. Shout out, Mr. Ali. Making this show what it is day Hell by yeah. day. Friday by Friday. <laughs> he and I are the new fathers of this ball python right here. Hell hey, buddy. Wow. The eyes kind of just like. I know, it's dope. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hold on, is it a drop? Is this just you on the track? Oh, it's uh, me and uh, Sire from uh, New Generation. Shout out Sire, young Sire. This is dope. Here we go, let's chase. I be smiling at the music. Is this the office one? This is the office one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, catch comfort on YouTube. Shout out, Mr. Chase again. It's like the third shout out we did, but it's okay. Channel T, episode 24, and it's a wrap. I'm with the hair, missus. I'm with there, listen, no deep for care.
raining No need my air one with shaky dog hairy Don't say I ran once, I got the printed black and white And see my man talk, but I use my red to write You want, you gon' get What you put into this shit You ain't feeling like the war Can't tell me nothing I found comfort in this bitch Now baby, don't fuck around, no Why the fuck you even come around for? If you wasting my time Talking out of line Just don't come between my prime Come on